Welcome to the Bacon Sale Fall Movie Preview! The swinging lights of Hollywood, the red carpet, the glamour, it's all here. Oh no, wait, we're surrounded by cardboard boxes. I was really tired before you did that, and now I'm totally awake. <laughs> I'm glad that helped. Well, like 40% yeah, well, awake. I thought you were just going to go say, welcome to Bacon Sale. That was it. I was like, wait, that's exactly the same as Emily did, almost. Yeah. <laughs> and well, she was doing an impression of Jake. The, yeah, she was. Two shows because together. we're actually the same person. Oh. Welcome, Weird. everyone. Welcome to yeah. Bacon Sale. I'm Joel. I'm Kent. And Jacob. Uh, first of all, I'd like to talk about the last last week's podcast a little bit, <laughs> if, if we could. No, let's do Wait, a is this an apology? Is this talk a, about is everything this, we talked about yeah, last week. Are we recanting anything? <laughs> no, no, no. We got so much feedback. Oh, yeah, a ton. From the podcast. More than probably any other podcast before that. Not all of it positive. <laughs> Well, I don't think it was the content, like what we were giving, as much as they just didn't want to hear about Doctor Who because people are slighted against it. I don't think like people me. want to hear me be positive. That's probably what it was. <laughs> Kent like, liking things? What is this? And I was basically just preaching. I was just like, come on, give it a chance. I know it's flawed, but when you, give it a when chance. You cried, I cried. <laughs> Yeah, seriously. <laughs> but no, but, but you know, what did Blake say Like after the show? He said it was a zit on the face of television history. Ouch. Yeah, and I, I, believe, just, I believe we did get one comic book guy. Worst episode ever. Yeah, and just people saying, I wish that I could time... Wasn't it? That was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but people saying, I wish I could time travel to get 72 minutes of my life back. But, on the flip side, okay. we had at least two people that I know of say, alright, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. And that's what makes it worth it, right there. And those well, people that was are the, the gems. That hits you right in the feels. No, that's the thing. I mean, with this podcast, and I would even say Doctor Who's intent is to get that cult audience, to get that small audience of like loyal people, not people that just you know listen to hate, if we hate our just show. get one person to watch Doctor Who, how <laughs> no. great shall be our joy. <laughs> It's getting a little weird. <laughs> but uh, thank oh. you for your comments. E- even the negative ones, we love at least hearing that you're out there and listening and that we have more than one listener. I think, guys, we may be up to four. What? <laughs> Maybe. I think at least four people commented. All right. That's fantastic. <laughs> Everyone's going to think that's More really social media presence than ever before. There are more people <laughs> listening people. to the show than doing the show. <laughs> Boom. That's a win. <laughs> that is. So what this means is we'll be doing an, another Doctor Who podcast right in the now. near future. <laughs> yeah, right now. <laughs> We're changing our name to, to Bacon Doctor. No, Dr. Nah. Bacon? Mm, Dr. Bacon would be good. That would be. Yeah. I'd yeah. go to Dr. Bacon. I would too. <laughs> so today, Jacob, what are we talking about? Today, as my intro mentioned, we're going to do a fall movie preview. So I... And now, all of you guys have... Oh, go ahead, Joel. Well, I was going to say, when you say fall movie preview, we're really yeah. going to the end of the year here. Yeah, this is going to be... Most people don't consider December fall. It's true. It's true. We're going to... The studios actually, do, though. And that's do. kind of the thing. Like, they winter are. is always January through March mm-hmm. because they're like, it's literally the winter well, can you, of crappy times. I was going to say, can, can you run through the schedule? A lot of people out there may not know. 
yeah. the schedule of movies and what movies come out when. I mean, everyone That's knows the term summer blockbuster. Yeah. But talking about the other seasons of Hollywood, I think, would be helpful. Okay, so there is January through March, and they call that the official winter movie season. But actually, in there, from, I would say, December to January, is the Oscar movie season. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it's all kind of mixed. Basically, we get really terrible movies in the yep. first... Well, December's Oscar movie season, too. Yes. And right. that's they, they have to get it in last minute, yeah. because the Oscars are usually in, in late but January, Typically, early if there yeah. are any good movies in January, they're holdovers from the year before. Mm-hmm. You know how Oscar movies usually come out right at the end of the year, yeah. and right, you don't right. see them till the next year? Yeah. So that's what it is. Like, if you see good movies, they're Oscar movies. Otherwise, it's a graveyard. Yeah. February through April? Yeah. Not much going on in well, theaters. Well, now April is the first month of summer. That's true. Well, they, they're, they're, they're redefining is, that a little too, because Batman versus Superman is March. Hunger, yeah, Hunger Games was March. No, true story. Like right? they're changing. They're it a trying lot. to, but I mean, truthfully, you try to go to movies in late February, and you're like, wow, there's really nothing good coming out right now. Yeah, but then you get summer blockbuster season, and then you get also the uh, Oscar bait season, we'll call it. Yeah. Which is the fall movies. You know, and summer now has been like these, there's no official movie calendar because now summer is April till, till August, mm-hmm. the end of August. Well, and I think, I think releasing, so it's not just a quarter of the year. Releasing Batman and Superman in March is smart because it basically says there's no competition. We're blowing everything out of the water. We're starting the season off. We're going to win no matter what. It's actually a great date. Like, no one will... Not as many people go to movies. It does make a great date to go to movies. (laughs) (laughs) It's cute. Yeah. But for weeks, there will be nothing going against it. And I think it's a great idea. It's in the dough. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, kind of like Star Wars... (laughs) For about two months, it will be the number one movie Mm -hmm. in America, if not the world... Because they, there's nothing coming out. I wouldn't be surprised if they were thinking of releasing uh, Star Wars, or, yeah, Star, excuse me, Batman vs. Superman in December, but then they didn't want to compete with Star Wars and stuff like that, and so they moved it back a couple months. Oh, it could be. It's a thought. Well, no, it was originally the same day as Captain America 3, right? They had yes. that whole, like, controversy, because they had the same day, and, and Captain, Captain was America Marvel. 3, the Americaning? The Americaning, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Marvel wasn't going to move, and, I mean, so, yeah, they were like, oh, let's just put it in March. Yeah. And good on them. Yeah. So the movies we're going to discuss discuss today, these aren't your summer blockbusters for the most part. These are the ones that are a little more serious, the ones that are trying to get Oscars. This is when you're going to see a lot more dramas come out. Except for, I mean, let's be honest. We did a summer movie preview, and we were all pretty stoked. Yeah. And summer didn't turn out so well. It didn't. In fact, let's go through... For those of you who didn't listen, we had a summer movie recap. I believe it was like episode... Five or so. Yeah. Something like that. Um, and so we talked about certain movies, and I would like to take a to take a look back, Kent, <laughs> at the movies we said <laughs> we were so young then. We were so naive. Uh, take a look at the movies we talked about, and then kind of give a recap of what what we saw and liked, or what we didn't even see. Okay, so sounds great. You want to go first? Uh, you should go first? first because I'm pulling up my list. Okay. Well, one of them uh, I will go in order. I went five, four, three, two, one. So five Tomorrowland. I said that. But then I never really went around to see it. Like, it didn't pull me to the theaters. I didn't I didn't feel the buzz. Mostly probably because Jake and I saw it, and yeah. we were a little bit mixed. And uh, I felt hurt that you'd left me, and it's just painful memories now thinking of you guys go to that movie. Hey, yeah, I'd let you come to movies now. Like, no big deal, right? <laughs> you didn't then? <laughs> you were actively avoiding me then? <laughs> you come Uh-oh. to Marvel movies, and that's pretty much it. I went to the visit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I didn't see that one. Mad Max Fury Road. Wow. I, I... Which you saw two nights ago. Yes, I did. Finally. Yeah. And I have to say, that's probably my favorite one on this list. Yeah. So Remember, that was fun. my number one. 
It was. And good on you because that was the most creative movie of 2015. Yes. It may still be at the end of the year. The I think it will be. Yeah. Because you've, yeah, you've never seen anything like that movie. So awesome. Jake, have you seen it yet? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. There's his no, reaction there. Right there. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> that was your reaction to the McRib we ate yesterday, too. <laughs> yes, it was. It was, it was good. <laughs> well, Actually, I don't think I said that about the McRib. I was like, it's not terrible, <laughs> but it kind of pops in your mouth. So, yeah. yeah. Just like said. Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I also said Pixels, which I was warned against, so I still haven't seen it, and I don't know if I will. He's yeah. lying. It was his favorite my, movie this summer. My brother said, I don't think I laughed once during the entire movie, and he normally likes Adam Sandler movies. But this one didn't do anything. So I was like, okay, maybe I'll just not see that one for a while. Yeah, I remember criticizing you for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Masterminds, <laughs> which I didn't see, but that wasn't my fault. Master Disguise? Is that what you said? Yeah, no, I think mas- that, it's Masterminds. A oh, it's the, it's the bank, I love it. Dana Carvey needs to come back. It's the bank heist one with Zach Galifianakis and Kristen Wiig. I've never heard of this. This movie um, is not due yes, out anytime yes, soon. Well, that's because they keep moving it. It was supposed to be on August 19th, and then they rescheduled it to October 9th. And then even that now is not a solid thing. Well, the, stu- the studio went broke. Yeah. They were they had some financial issues. Yeah. And so they keep pushing back this date. And I'm like, even then, I'm like, this movie's not going to save you. I'm sorry. It's going to be fun. But yeah, I don't know why you'd go, go broke if you have Jared Hess as a director. <laughs> <laughs> I like Jared Hess as a director. Yeah, I know you do. And then my number one was Ant-Man. Saw it. Wasn't that impressed. Yeah. It was mediocre at best. Yeah. So, and you guys were both for Ant-Man, right? JQ2? No, no. It was, I think it was number five on my list. Okay, Tomorrowland was number one on your Tomorrowland list. Tomorrowland was number one. Yeah, out of the five movies I said, I saw two of them. <laughs> one of them was awesome. Granted, was you bad. don't get as much time to go to, go to the theater. I don't. I, I don't. I don't. Like, as soon as they're on DVD, you you're, you're going to get it. Oh, yeah. DVD, I'll be all over it. But I, I don't go to the theaters as often as I want to because yeah. Kent doesn't invite me. <laughs> Kent, your list. <laughs> Do you know what was on my list? Yes. Fantastic Four. It was. Yeah. And yeah, I, I, I commented too. on that and I said, are, do you really think it can be good? And you're like, yes, it can. I believe in the power oh. of fairies. <laughs> <laughs> it was more of a, man, I hope they can do this right. And they did. What? Wasn't it amazing? It was amazing. <laughs> what, didn't it change everything we thought about Fantastic Four? You know, I actually don't hate it as much as everyone else. What about compared to the old ones? Uh, equal, equal playing ground. Really? Because it yeah. got it got lower than the previous Fantastic. Four it did movies. because the older ones were a little bit more goofy, so they're kind of tongue in cheek. But mm-hmm. they're they're both atrocious. Uh, it's bad. But I I had hope. I just wanted it to be good. Now where's because that hope? it's in the toilet. I I hope they never make a Fantastic Four movie again. They're going to though. Yeah. Cause they want to keep the rights. I don't know why they want to keep the Aren't rights. They're planning a sequel already. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, they don't want to give the rights back to Marvel, and everyone says Marvel can handle it. And I'm like, no, it's just been tainted. Don't don't do Fantastic Four ever again. They need to let that sleeping dog lie. Yeah, honestly. Um, but other than that, like, I think my list is okay. Even though I did not see Mr. Holmes, I don't know if that was an honorable mention or if that was actually on my list. That was on my list. Yeah, oh, it was, and I did see it. And? and it's well. Here's the thing: is it was not what I expected, and so it was. It was actually a really nice movie. Like it was. It was cute. It was a little slow, but it was tailored so much for old people. That <laughs> this sounds like the McRib again. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true. If you don't have it's teeth, nice. you'll love this. So did you go <laughs> to like Sho- did you go to like Shoney's or like an early lunch buffet? <laughs> Shoney's. Oh my gosh. <laughs> And then see Mr. Holmes. Oh, <laughs> That's about right. Yeah, no, that's exactly it. it. Was it was basically a story about aging, and it just happened to be happening happening to uh, Sherlock Holmes. 
Hmm. And so, so not great. Sounds dynamic. I, well, that, no, I mean, you've got cocoon. <laughs> I mean, you do have Ian McKellen and he does a fantastic job with it, but sure, yeah. it's, you know, um, yeah, it's still not, it's not fun. It wasn't fun at any point. It was just good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, another disappointing one then. Yeah. Otherwise, real quick, my number two was Mission Impossible, which was freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. One of the best movies of the year, which is weird to say. Especially since it's the number five in a series. Yeah, exactly. That's bizarre. That is bizarre. Otherwise, Meet Earl and the Dying Girl, I thought it was a great movie. Uh, not one I'm going to revisit a lot, but a very genuine indie film. Okay. Yeah. But anyways, Mad Max. Did, yay. You, did you see all of the ones on your list then? I didn't see... Uh, if, if Mr. Holmes was on the list, I can't tell. I didn't see that. Okay. But yeah. All right. And now, looking forward to the future. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> All right. So just like last time, uh, Joel and Kent both have five movies that mm-hmm. they're most looking forward to. We're going to start from the bottom and go up, kind of going back and forth. And I'll throw in sometimes. In October, November, December. These are the movies we're going for. Yes. Yes. So, so uh, some of these are right around the corner. So Kent, why don't you get us started? Well, I have seen one, maybe two movies that I think you guys may mention. Are you going to go hipster on us so, again? <laughs> I may mention a movie that you mortals know, but... Uh, I don't think it's quite hipster with my first selection, which is number five. Number five. Krampus. Krampus? <laughs> You're kidding. I'm not. Why are you excited right, for Krampus? Tell, tell everyone what Krampus is. I'm excited give, give about Krampus or Krampus, you Krampus. know, depending on where you're from. Oh, God. Oh, God. That's, okay. where, that's where you get cramps, right? right? Something, <laughs> something about cramps. Yeah. You had some lady story. Do you have the synopsis there? <laughs> they get cramps all the time. Yeah, it's a horror story Wait, about cramps. Do you cramps. have the synopsis? <laughs> I do. Okay. A boy who has a bad Christmas ends up accidentally summoning a Christmas demon to his family home. And so this is obviously not a serious movie. This is a, this is a tongue-in-cheek horror movie. And the cast isn't bad. It's great, actually. Who's who's in that movie? Uh, Adam Scott, Tony Collette. That's right. Just a whole bunch of character actors. It, it really... When I saw the preview at first, I was like, what are they trying to do? But then I realized, oh, this is a tongue-in-cheek horror comedy type thing. It is. And I think that's gonna. That's why it's going to work. But really, you most anticipated is Krampus. It's number five, mind you, but it is Krampus. And for anyone that Wait, doesn't you, know... Are you really saying this is number five? Yeah. I thought this was just a joke. I had that on my <laughs> joke list. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, you know me. Like, I'm a big-time horror fan. And if there's a horror film that I think will stand out among the pack, because those are bad movies for the most part. But if there's one I think will be fun, like, I get really excited for it. And I'm, I'm just kind of stoked because... This comes out like first week of December. Mm-hmm. It is a Christmas story, and Krampus is like an Eastern European legend. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it is, a real folklore. It real is the folklore. the anti. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it is the anti Santa Claus. He's like a goat demon who uh, Santa Claus gives presents to the good kids, but then the bad kids get Krampus or uh, people who decide not to believe in Christmas. Yeah. And that, that's what happens in this movie. Ooh, does that hurt you, Kent? <laughs> <laughs> I don't you, believe in anything. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, pretty much. So Krampus shows up, and basically he has elves of his own, but they're basically little ghost minions, like from the movie Ghost. Mm-hmm. Remember those little weird little things that cr- yeah, drag you? Things. Yeah, and so in the toys that they make are demonic, and the whole thing I think will just be fun. The reason I'm excited, because this could be made by someone else, and I wouldn't care, but it's from the director of Trick or Treat. Oh, and, and that's a pretty, I mean, that's a, that's a, what's the word I'm looking for? Modern that? cult classic. It's, it's a horror film that sticks with you. Yes. And not in a good way. <laughs> no, but it's fun though. 
it is fun, but man, that it's heavy. I mean, we're, we're approaching October. If anyone hasn't seen this movie, and I'm sure I'll bring it up next month as well, it is a anthology. Yeah, we're going to be talking about horror movies a it, lot. A lot. It's a two-hour anthology of just different uh, tales of terror. It's it's like that kind of linked together. It's a series of short story, short yes. horror stories. Some better than others. All disturbing. <laughs> all disturbing. And this is a Christmas tale from the same director and writer. Hmm. I'm stoked. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> See that I was going to go all hipster and be like, well, this Oscar favorite stars. Uh, uh, no, hipster just means you haven't heard of this movie, but Krampus. <laughs> is no, gonna be if anything, awesome. I'm like, I'm in my double wide right now being like, yeah, Krampus. <laughs> hey, no one knows Krampus is coming out. No, you just found a new way to be hipster, which is only more hipster, honestly. So. Yeah, this is like, <laughs> okay, pat myself on the back. Popcorn yeah. hipster. <laughs> yeah. Is that a term? Wait, so you guys don't want to come to Krampus with me? I want to see Krampus. <laughs> don't eat 30 minutes before you watch it. Cause Probably then you not. get Krampus. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> just as no. all right <laughs> yeah you don't even be like no yeah okay go joel all right joel tell us your number five <laughs> my number five is krampus <laughs> <laughs> it's Shut not. Up. It's not. if it were i'd give you the biggest hug right now yeah <laughs> uh, that's why it's not uh no that's my no, my number five is the revenant uh, okay this is this is oscar bait i'll admit it this is oscar bait wait why does it feel like oscar bait yeah why do you say that let me read the synopsis first. In the 1820s, a frontiersman, Hugh Glass, set up, sets out on a path of vengeance after those who left him for dead after a bear mauling. That is the least descriptive synopsis the, I've well, ever Leonardo, heard. Leonardo, and it has nothing to do with, like, Oscars. It, yeah. it doesn't, but except for it's uh, directed by Alejandro Iñárritu. Yes. Also known as the Birdman guy. The guy who made Birdman, who uh, won Best Picture and Best Director. Yes, he did. Yes, he won Best Director last year. So this is his new thing. It's, it has Leonardo DiCaprio in it. Maybe he'll get the Oscar nod this time around. Tom Hardy. Leo's Tom always Hardy. been left out with the Oscars. He has been, but it's always actors who sacrifice who get that Oscar, you know? Or not really, but that's what they say. And apparently the film shoot was horrible for this movie. Like, really? They said they were freezing cold out in the middle of nowhere. There were really no luxuries. People were miserable. And the director's like, yeah, basically that's what I wanted because I want that to come across on screen. The trailer alone makes it feel like an oscar bait movie it's just it's very abstract you can't really tell what's going on it's a lot of breathing and a lot of quick cuts yeah it doesn't look like a mess though like i i, I just watched it today actually for the first time I was like man that is convoluted you know what, what but, do you mean i mean it's as simple as it gets i mean like there there's no story there it's basically just chasing it's a revenge watching yeah, that and it just panning well i wa- i read the synopsis after i watched the trailer because i watched the trailer and i'm like i have no idea what this is about yeah like zero. It's like going to be Leonardo scenic. DiCaprio is suffering in the woods, and it's going to be scenic. It's going to be creative. Yeah. It's going to get an Oscar nomination. Mark my words. It, uh. It's kind of like a Tarantino movie without the crazy dialogue. Yeah, and over the top core. Without, but it's dialogue. a tale of revenge. Without dialogue. Yeah, I'm, without I'm thinking it's going to be like Castaway, where it's like you know seventy percent silence. No, they, they say that DiCaprio doesn't speak much at all, which may get him an Oscar nomination. Maybe that's his problem. He's been talking too much. <laughs> <laughs> so there's my number five. Okay, comes out okay. December. Very cool. Very cool. December 25th, actually. Isn't that when Krampus should come out? (laughs) No, see it before Christmas. Take the kids. Tell me truthfully, do you think Krampus is going to break the top five at box office? No. (laughs) (laughs) But I want it to. Top 10? I'll tell you why it won't, because Hunger Games comes out like two weeks before. That's right. Hunger Games part 12 of the second half of the third story? Volume two. (laughs) Right. Okay. That's right. That's about right. (laughs) I'm so tired of the part two, part one. Yeah, no joke. Thank you, Harry Potter. (laughs) You met a Harry Potter? No, Harry Potter did it 
okay, but it still was annoying. But no, then everyone thought, else is doing I it. I thought they did a terrible job. I like the first half. They the should have released a three-hour movie. Yep. Which was a solid movie because it's a good book. Right. And they made two really below-average movies. They also made... Bank, uh, <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> bank in the box office. <laughs> and that, that's and kind of the point. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, because <laughs> Mockingjay Part 1, I, maybe you guys will bring this up in a little bit, but it was a, a pretty bad movie. Well-directed, but just no pacing. No. there was no, Part 1, nothing happened. Yeah. Nothing happened. PTSD. That happened. Yeah. yeah. I hope Krampus gives me PTSD. Probably. <laughs> or, or PTSD gives Can we just Krampus? call this episode Krampus? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Merry Krampus, everybody. <laughs> Oh, All right, number four. Yep. Let's do, oh, you uh, want my number four? Yep, let's go to number four. Okay. My number four comes out November 25th. It is Creed. Creed? The, yes. Based on the band. <laughs> Stop <laughs> With it. arms wide open <laughs> under the sunlight. Actually, it's Eddie Vedder, isn't it? And that's, you know, <laughs> basically he is, a, the same. He is yeah. Well, Welcome he's... to this blaze. I'll show you everything. <laughs> you know I'm cutting that together, right? <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Can you take me higher? <laughs> <laughs> We already know too much about Creed. We do. Yeah. You know, so it's not Nickelback. You don't even have to watch the movie. Uh, Jake, have you seen the the trailer for Creed? I have. I have. It's my number five. Oh, it is? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Should I'm, we be asking you yours? No. <laughs> really? No. You're I, just going to throw it in well, whenever? Honestly, I didn't even have, like, my one through five isn't really solid yet. I was like, here's the five, and I'm not, I'm fuzzy on the order still a little bit, but that's the five. Yeah. You know, f- from the description of the plot, this could be a really bad movie. It basically, if I may say so, okay. do you, you want to read the it synopsis? Yeah, it is. About, yeah. The former world heavyweight champion Rocky Balboa serves as a trainer and mentor to Adonis Johnson, the son of the of his late friend and former former rival Apollo Creed. So, it Rocky, seems like Rocky the movie's Balboa about training Rocky somebody. Yes. So it's basically Rocky Five and Rocky Balboa rebooted. Yes. That doesn't sound good to me. Well, Rocky's already done the training thing. He trained Tommy Gunn, and then he fought. No, that movie doesn't exist. In the ring, in the ring, Tommy Gunn only fights in the ring. My <laughs> ring's outside. Touch me, and I'll sue. <laughs> sue me for what? <laughs> Why? Why do, Why do you know? know so much about Rocky Five? I was just thinking. Hot and fire, go, go. Go! I see it in your eyes. I think that's from a different movie. <laughs> I know <laughs> that's, that's I'm the, just letting it happen. That's the rap remake yeah. from Rocky Five. Oh gosh! Rocky Five gave us a lot of terrible things, by the way, but it did give us Measure of a Man by Hilton John, which I really, really like. Like sincerely, that's from that movie. Yeah, and it's a great song. It's the it's the song that plays over the credits. That's pretty much the best part of the show. <laughs> it's Elton John singing this song about you know. But the thing is that Rocky Balboa is actually a good movie. It, it's fine, right? It's an appendage to the great movies. So, here's the thing, and this is the way the trailer sells it, and I think it does it perfectly. This movie is about a kid who wants to box, and there's a legacy in his family, and they, they only show a brief image. And you're like, oh, cool. It's Michael B. Jordan, not Michael Jordan, <laughs> you know, who is, a, even though he was in Fantastic Four, he is a great actor, and he's reteaming with the, the director of Fruitvale Station, which came out last year, and they both mm-hmm. did an amazing job with that movie. And so I think this is going to be, have a little bit more grit, take itself yeah. a lot more seriously. And then at the end of the trailer, he's like, I heard you train my dad. You know, and then he's like, How oh, yeah, dude, I trained your dad. And I think, a, I think Rocky will be an afterthought in the movie. Okay, yeah, that's the way I think it's going to go, too. How, well, it's a Passing the Torch movie. But how on earth does Rocky not know Apollo Creed's son? After Apollo, spoiler alert, after Apollo died, I'm pretty sure he would have kept, tab- <laughs> kept tabs on him the entire time. He has brain damage? 
Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Remember, he got punched in the head. And Apollo probably has like 30 kids. <laughs> what? I mean, he's an athlete. <laughs> oh, come on. Well, maybe. <laughs> but he like, had a happy marriage with a lovely wife who cried when he died in the ring. Yeah, and I think she's now Felicia Rashad, by the way. Oh, really? They changed that? I feel like. They pulled an Aunt Vivian on Rocky? Yeah. <laughs> I think they pulled an Aunt Vivian. <laughs> Let's switch the actresses. No one will know. All right, I go. know. Let's go to yours. Wait, are you done with Creed? Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm actually really stoked. I thought the trailers sold it. If they don't put one Creed song in the movie Creed, that's a missed opportunity. <laughs> no, I think, we, honestly, we'll get, like, a rap remix of a Survivor song. And I'm fine that's with That's what they that. did in Rocky Five. No, but, like, a good one. Oh, a gangster rap type <laughs> A gangster rap one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, number four for me comes out October 16th, and it's Crimson Peak. Number four, huh? Directed by Guillermo de Toro. <laughs> that's how I have to say his name. Uh, let me read the synopsis here. In the aftermath of a family tragedy, an aspiring author is torn between love for her childhood friend and the temptation of a mysterious outsider. Trying to escape the ghosts of her past, she is swept away to a house that breathes, bleeds, and remembers. Did you just snore? What? What? He did, because at the beginning, the synopsis sounds like a romance novel. But this, if you haven't seen the trailer for Crimson Peak, you should go watch it. It's a, it's a sequel to Crimson Tide, and it's <laughs> <laughs> now I'm awake. <laughs> and Twin Peaks. So uh, Crimson Peak is visually it looks spectacular. The trailer it, it's beautiful horror, which is what which is what Guillermo del Toro does very well. Um, <laughs> well because I mean, if you look at Pan's Labyrinth and stuff like that, it's yeah. just this amazing visual experience. And I mean, we've got Tom Hiddleston in this one. We got uh, oh, I just blanked on her name. Help me. Jessica Chastain. Yes. Yeah, Jessica Chastain. Um, and then who's the young lady, the main girl? Uh, Mia Wachowski. That's right. Wachowski. Yeah, the one that directed The Matrix. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, but she's... It, it's Charlie a good, Hunnam's in it. Solid yeah. cast. The, the visuals look amazing. It looks like a beautiful horror movie, and I love that kind of stuff. The Devil's Backbone. Yes. Not very scary, but visually just beautiful. He knows what he's doing. Gothic horror. I don't know if it's... Hellboy. What? I'm not a fan of Hellboy. What? Not even Hellboy 2? I can't. It's Heckboy to me. <laughs> Hellboy 2 is a great movie. I didn't really like the Golden Army. I like both of them. Wait, it, is, it's is one of the Golden Army? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Didn't like I think the Golden Army is one of the best comic book ad- uh, movies Seriously? out there. You don't like either of them? I've never been a big fan. Th- those things are really underappreciated. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I can't wait for a three. I hope they do a three. I, I hope. hope. I hope you do too. <laughs> what? Uh, I you hope. hope you I hope. That. Yes. Yeah. But Crimson Peak, I think it's going to be. It's going to be very fun, even if it's not great. When's it come out again? October? 16th. Okay. I can't wait. Even though I was snoring, I am curious. Like, I do kind of want to see it, but... (laughs) Actually, I watched the most recent trailer, and it showed too much. Like, you saw too much of the ghosts. Yeah, I was like, "Eh, yeah. And I hope they rely less on CG, which it seems like they're doing a lot of. They're going to do a lot. Um, But I hope they use uh, Doug Jones, who is the body actor who always works for... Who gave you a big He works for who? What? Guillermo del Toro. Oh, Guillermo del Toro. And he is fantastic. He was the pale man. Tell the hug story. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He hugged me. (laughs) Not just hugged you. He embraced you. No, he embraced me. He grabbed my chin. He's a very touchy-feely guy. And it's strange because... This is on a date. (laughs) (laughs) This is their first date. It was kind of awkward. Me and Doug. It was Doug. Was it Comic-Con or... No, it was Fantasy-Con last year. And, uh, yeah, just went up to him and I said, hey... Big fan, you are terrifying. Weren't you the moderator on that panel? Is that no, not for that one. Oh, you weren't. Okay. I just went up to him and didn't have to pay any money. He was just more than welcoming. And by the way, the guy is like super stringy. Yeah, very tall. If you don't know who Jug Jug Doug Jones is, he played. He was the body of uh, the fish guy in Hellboy. Yes, he also he, played Pan. He was Pan in Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah, and Pale the, Man, the with, pale the man eyes. with the eyes on his hands in Hellboy Two. He played like the angel. If of you death. see a really skinny person in a movie. 
it's probably Doug. He's Jones. in Falling Skies. He plays yeah. the main alien. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So talented man. Seriously talented and, and a little bit gropey. <laughs> He's not a, listening. Lot, a lot gropey, actually. Yeah. yeah, but you said it was a nice hug, so I just want <laughs> no, to. No, you wouldn't up. let go. Oh, that's good. Like you know, I usually do the pat pat, like we're good sort yeah. of pat, and he was like, "No, bring it in, man. Bring, bring it in." And I was like, "What is going well, on here? I have asked, such a bubble." You, 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 you act like it was so unsolicited, but you asked for this hug. That's true. Well, it's like I hear you give out hugs. Yeah, that's what he said. I to hear him. you give really good hugs. That's what you that's said. What that's what I said. <laughs> and then he gave me a really good hug. <laughs> but yeah. I was my bubble is like this big, and so well, then you open the, yourself fingers up to are that. close together. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's so, four though. Crimson Peak. So I love how that became a Doug Jones story. <laughs> All right, All right so we do number three. You're number three. My number three. You've already covered it. It's The Revenant. Oh, I am so stoked for this one. I was actually disappointed with Birdman. But, you know, it's, you, it's, you don't think it should have won Best Picture? No. What would you have given it to last year? Boyhood. Me too. Or Whiplash. High five. Well. Whiplash, yeah. I like that better than Birdman, too. Yeah. I, I think Birdman is a great experimental movie. I actually really liked it up, liked it up until the end. And then it just kind of broke yeah. its own rules. I didn't like the ending. Like, I thought Michael Keaton did a great job. I even think he deserved the Oscar. Mm-hmm. But the, I, I haven't gone back to it. If I may say, I think the reason that Birdman won Best Picture is because it appealed to theater movie people who are on the Academy. Yes. Whereas Boyhood appealed to everyone who grew up. <laughs> so, so everyone it's a, it, boyhood was just such an amazing experiment in film and i understand that not a lot of that experiment was on film yeah whereas uh birdman really was kind of this experimental in in camera experiment. it's a movie about entertainment and the oscars love that yeah they love that kind of thing yeah but, but okay talk about I, i'm a huge fan of leonardo dicaprio and tom hardy is also in this movie and these two are kind of going opposite each other and i can't wait i mean i think this one is going to be exhausting Obviously very slow, but beautiful and worth it. Nice. Uh, like, yeah. Okay. So yeah. That's, your, that's your number three. That's my number three. All right. <clears throat> my number three, Alvin and the Chipmunks, The Road Stop Chip. it <laughs> right <laughs> now. That is coming out, but that, that's not it. Uh, Spectre. What? This is super surprising. This, this, this is. is surprising, and I'll explain it. So Spectre is a new James Bond movie, and I'll read the synopsis here. It says, A cryptic message from Bond's past sends him on a trail to uncover a sinister organization. While M battles political forces to keep the secret, secret service alive, Bond peels back the layers of deceit to reveal the terrible truth behind Spectre. Skyfall! Let the skyfall! Um, I have... Admittedly, I have not been the biggest fan of the new James Bond. Not franchise. been the biggest fan. You tore it apart. You do. You don't even. You say it's not even James. It's, Bond. it's more born than Bond. But the little boy in me, every time a Bond movie comes up, I'm like Bond movie, Bond movie, and I love the music. No, 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 no. I'm going to call you on this. Like, if you sit in the theater, are you really going to be like, "Hey, I'm here watching Spectre"? Like, are you even going to see this in the theater? Probably. You are, and you're going to be excited for what's about to happen. Probably. You're not just, love, you hated the last one. You're not one. even going I, to expect another Skyfall. No, 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 so much no, no. venom at Quantum that last of Sol- Quantum of Solace was the one I spewed the most venom at. We've not had the last Sky- one. We've had Skyfall since then, which was, you know, James Bond Home Alone, which was awesome. Thank you, you don't mean awesome. No, yeah, I, you've never said this. this. You're, you're totally turning. No, I like James Bond. I like him as a, as a character, and each time... It's like, uh, oh, what were you bringing up the other day, Kent, where you have hope each time a new one comes along. It's like, maybe this one's going to be good. Oh, darn it. And yeah. that's how I feel is like this one, this one's going to be back to James Bond that I know and love. And if not, 
Well, just wait for the Kingsman sequel. <laughs> but uh, I like James Bond movies. I do. I like, was, what do you expect from this one? Like, all of a sudden, you're going to be turned by Daniel Craig's performance, and you're going to say... Well, it's not Daniel Craig. Is it, was it Sam Mendes? Is that the guy directing it? Yeah, Sam Mendes is yeah, doing it again. Yeah, I'm not a big again. fan of Sam Mendes' work. Like, do you think this yeah. is going to turn you around? Like, I think you're going to walk away going, yeah, they made an entertaining movie. As long as they don't mention Vespa, I think I'll be fine. <laughs> they will. I don't want them to. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to know about Bond's... Okay, Bond has a brother, whatever. But I don't want to know. go back to his boyhood home. I don't want to have him mourning over Vespa. I want him to be James doing Bond it. doing James Bond What things. if his brother is Blowfield? And they try to tie that in with the old James Bond mythology and kind of ruin it's fine. what was done before. Okay, the mythology is so messed up already. There's not much they can do about it. This is a reboot. Yeah, but you like where they it started, was. They started this over. They essentially Star trek this and said, this is an alternate dimension. We're going to see how Bond becomes Bond. I'm hoping in this one he's finally Bond. I don't know. It's not going to happen like that. So you want me to go back to... Uh, I want ro- you to go back to hating it. Krampus. <laughs> Krampus. Krampus. Dude, that just surprises me. I thought this would be on your bottom. No. What? <laughs> no, I thought James Brown would be too. on I your do bottom. I do have a Spectre tattoo on my bottom. <laughs> like, I think it would be an entertaining movie, but for you, I, I didn't picture it. I'm a James Bond fan. When does this one come out? This one comes out October 26th. Oh. Uh, November 6th. November? I believe so. IMDb says November 6th. Oh, I think, I think we can. I mean, not like it matters. Else. Whatever. No, it matters. It matters to me. Yeah, because how many movies are you oh, actually going to see? 26th of October, 2015, in the United Kingdom. Yeah. Whoops. How many movies are you actually going to see in the theater All of until them. the end of the year? All of them. Are you? Maybe. Every last one. I do want to go to the movies more often. I do want to take my wife, my wife out on more dates. So, Martian? Would you call me? Are you going to see the Martian? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, are you going to see the Martian? I don't know. Especially based on Kent's review of it. I don't know. What are you talking about? I liked it. He said it was like there's Interstellar. Interstellar's I can't best. say anything about it right now. Okay, we'll talk about it later. You can, you can talk about whatever you want, but I can't say anything. Well, why don't you go to number two then? Well, I think we should kind of mix it up and we should uh, you know do some other movies like Honorable Mentions or whatnot. Okay, that's fine. Yeah? Let's I mean, Jake, you, you, this is your show. All right. Eric, Wait, you know it's what? Jake's show now? When oh, did that no, happen? what have I done? Did we vote on this? <laughs> Evil laugh. All right, here, here. Here's my whole list, right? And just like really fast, right? Kay. Number five. Boo. Is Creed. Oh. Number four. <laughs> Joy. Boo. Uh, Joy. Three is Martian. Uh, two is Macbeth. And one is Star Wars. Yeah, I'm glad we didn't have Jake participate in this. <laughs> what? That's mean. <laughs> Macbeth is a great choice. It yeah. Marianne Cotillard and Michael Fassbender, two of the best actors out there. The trailer looks did legit. nothing for me. I what? like Shakespeare. Really? The trailer's basically the Revenant trailer. No, like, what I are you li- talking about? I like Shakespeare. Maybe it's because I watched them back to back, but I, wa- I watched... I like Macbeth. I like Shakespeare. Yeah. I th- I've seen a very good adaptation of Macbeth that was a, a modern-day adaptation, Scotland, PA, with Christopher Walken. Very entertaining. I don't know what you just said, but There's sure. a movie called Scotland, PA. It's a modern-day adaptation. Oh, Scotland, of PA? Scotland, PA. Okay. Never heard of that. And it's uh, set in modern days. It's Macbeth. Instead of, it's like fast food empires. Christopher Walken is a detective in it. It's actually very good. I recommend that. That sounds one. terrible. It's, it's a, oh, it sounds like a much ado about nothing. Oh, Kent, it, Kent, it, Kent. it, you know, videotaped Kent. at someone's vacation home. Kent, like Kent, Joss Kent, Whedon. Kent, Kent, Kent. Yes. It's an indie film. Not many people have heard of. Oh, cool. I'll watch it. <laughs> Will there be a Christmas demon? <laughs> yes. There are at least six Krampi. <laughs> Krampi? It's plural of Krampus. <laughs> Oh, no, that's actually not a bad list. I just Macbeth oh, when I'm I saw I the trailer. That's <laughs> like that's not bad. No, I liked it. I, I I mock it, but it's a lot of on there I've actually thought about seeing, and 
I just is the, Macbeth on either of your lists? No, no. It's my honorable mention. Your honorable mention. Okay. Uh, would you say his list is as good as a McRib? <laughs> yes, no. I would. Yes, no, I would. It's way better than a McRib. <laughs> as good or better. <laughs> but I, I approve of the Krampus list. is basically the equivalent movie equivalent of the McRib. Krampus. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I will give my number two. Joel once again has covered this. This is where we get a little bit predictable. We are going to get predictable, but I'll try to mix it up after uh, Crimson Peak. If it were not for one other movie, which we'll get to, Crimson Peak would be my movie. This one and Mad Max were ones I've been looking forward to, and for, you're going to be seeing for it. over a year and a half. You're going to be seeing Crimson Peak very soon, aren't you? Yeah, in about a week. Wow, lucky! Cannot wait. I hear you're taking Just Jess. Is that true? Yeah, I'm taking Just Jess from uh, the pod, from the radio running. Yeah, Pod Galvin. Yeah. Yeah, so, and she's excited. I've actually offered this to a few people, but it is, no it's a rated to. R horror movie. Oh. And it, so it's going to be a little dark. And I say too dark for a lot of people. But Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro, I'd say, yes. right? When he does uh, these horror movies, even when there are, they're not, they're not hard R. It's mostly because thematic. Hold on, though. You remember Pan's Labyrinth and the oh. bottle in the face? That one was incredibly violent for two scenes. That was. And it was, it was too much for a lot of people. It was pretty gruesome. But yes, it is mostly thematic, and I just can't wait. I, I want a gothic haunted house story that's not the woman in black. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want Harry Potter in your horror movies? No. Uh, can I, I do want to say something just yeah. on the record. I, having no knowledge really about the movie, because I try to actively avoid spoilers about movies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. This is, this is coming from complete ignorance. Totally vampires in Crimson Peak. It's got to be. Not at all. I'm thinking it's vampires. Vampires. I think it's vampires. That feels pulled out of nowhere. They seem to be these immortal beings, and there's blood in the house, and they have this secret. Hey, and have you seen Burnt Offerings? Tom Hiddleston looks pale. What? Have you seen Burnt Offerings? Is that that old? Yes. 70s? 1970s movie? Yeah. I think it's going to be more like that. The Haunted House? Just yeah. The Haunted House? Well, but remember, the, the two caretakers live forever. Right. Because the house takes care of whoever's in the house. That's true. It makes these people live forever. So those are, do you know spoilers? Are you giving this out of knowledge? No, I'm just kind of saying, since you're guessing, I'm going to guess Okay, as well. so I guess vampires, you guess haunted house. Yes. Well, the trailer gives so much away. It's it not does. even that much of a question. Yeah, you see like an old photo of Tom Hiddleston. It's like, he's oh, he's been around for a little a bit. Yeah. He's not a vampire. Didn't you see that part when he moved the umbrella and he sparkled in the sun? <laughs> totally a vampire. In the part where Mia Wasikowska jumps on his back and they run up a tree. Exactly. Like <laughs> Looney Tunes. Uh, you're my own personal brand of heroin. Oh, God. Twilight oh, is terrible. Shut up, Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> There's a sound bite right there. Yeah, true story. <laughs> but Crimson Peak, oh, man, I cannot wait. If this movie is even somewhat not great... I'll be really broken up about it. Like, oh. this will affect me. I already saw it. I really it's not that great. <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking about the McRib. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, my number two okay. is Paranormal Activity, The Ghost Dimension. What? No, it's not that. I was going to say. <laughs> he gives us a fake one every time. Yeah, no, stop doing that. Every <laughs> time I'm all, really, Joel? <laughs> I'm kidding. It's point break. I'm kidding. Okay. Okay. I'll give you my real one. <laughs> Our faces right now. I had a, I, no, I had, I had a fake one for each one of these, but I didn't do it on Crimson Peak. And I was like, ah, oh, I got to use that one again. It's hilarious, Joel. Uh, <laughs> paranormal activities, by the way, they just get worse and worse. And so I'm I disagree. No. What? They're terrible. I disagree. Did you see the trailer for this latest one? That's a new podcast. Uh, no, I have I, well, here's the thing. I don't care about the series enough to actually watch the trailer for the new one. <laughs> I'm still going to see it. They're, I watched the trailer because of Radio Ronin when Chunga and Spinari were talking oh, yeah, about they the were, trailer. They, they were like, going crazy like a pretty for cool it. trailer. You know, but it is what, and they're saying this one is actually, and by the way, this is not Joel's selection. No, so when we not. talk about this, this is not, yeah. this is a sidetrack. This is supposed to close out the series. Which Maybe. is 
finally, they, they, they keep dragging it on. I actually think three stands out. Paranormal Activity Which 3. Which was 3? Was that the in one the 80s the camera? with the two twins. Oh, the, oh or two the, girls or whatever. In the 80s when they had the camera that was high definition. <laughs> on the oscillating fan? Yeah. Yeah. Totally terrible. My brother, no, I thought that was an awesome movie. Each Just... year my brother and I watched the newest uh, Paranormal Activity together. Yeah. And each year when it gets done, we're like, why did we do that? These are so dumb. No, I think 3 is like in terms of scares and humor, one of the most well-balanced. Because one and two, they're just dragging, 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 and then one it did ends, it right. a shock scare. Looking back on one, it doesn't hold up because of all the ones after that. But yeah, paranormal, paranormal, bleh, paranormal activity is not that good. Paranormal Xbox uh, Connect. <laughs> that that was, one was awful. All right, go back terrible. to and your... then Mexican Paranormal with Simon. I didn't see that one yet. Oh, okay, El Paranormal Activity. But Ghost Dimension. Let, I mean, let's just end it, yeah. please. Anyway, my actual number two is the Hateful Eight. Uh, comes out December 25th, directed Why by... Why is Quentin Joel Tarantino. putting this and not me? I, know. I don't know. He's got Hateful Eight. I wasn't sold on James the Hateful Bond. Eight. I mean, basically, he loves the new James Bond and he loves Tarantino. Did you That's get someone else's list? No. <laughs> this is my <laughs> list. He did. Is this I like a website did. that you're like, I wasn't sold. Top five books. Well, this is nothing uh, like your summer list. This is last These are, I looked at all the movies. Like, I want to see the Adam Sandler movie and Ant-Man. And now... <laughs> yeah, when you said Pixels last time, that's because that was summer blockbuster. Now I'm taking myself more seriously. You have like bad... Uh, upcoming taste. <laughs> what? Like anything you like await is like usually going to be bad. I'm worried about that with all these. Like I think after the fact, your opinion is okay, <laughs> but things you look forward to are pretty much terrible. You say, wait, okay, out of the Revenant, Crimson Peak, Spectre, and the Hateful Eight, which one of those is terrible? <laughs> okay, you're right, but I don't think it's your opinion. Wait, no, just stop it. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I can cut that out. I looked through. <laughs> I looked through all the movies that were coming out, and these are the ones that jumped out to me. And Hateful Eight, I have to admit, like back when it was the leaked script and all that, yeah. didn't appeal to me. I was kind of like, whatever, another Tarantino film. Then I saw the trailer and I went, oh, this is one of those, a bunch of strangers trapped together in a one location and there's this tension because uh, one person wants to, or other people want to kill this one person. It pulled me in and I was like, I really want to see this movie. And Tarantino always has great dialogue. It's always fun to see. He that. does. Oh, I'll, I'll read the, sorry, I should read the synopsis first. In post-Civil War Wyoming, bounty hunters try and find shelter during a blizzard, but get involved in a plot of betrayal and deception. Will they survive? That's from IMDb. So yeah, yeah. but uh, it, it it intrigues me, and I love a good uh, strangers trapped together movie like uh, Identity and stuff like that. Well, it's got a guy from Justified. I can't think of the actor's name. It has a uh, lot. Walter Goggins. Yeah, yeah, and, and he's he's really great in Justified. That's about the only thing that made me interested. Otherwise, this is this is one on my list of I hope it fails. What? I hope it falls flat. Samuel L. Jackson, Kurt Tarantino Russell, face. Jennifer Jason Lee, Walton Goggins, your guy's favorite person, Tim Roth, Bruce Dern. This looks like a fun movie. You hate Tarantino, Jake? Yeah. Like hate? Yeah. Have you ever been won over to the side of Tarantino? I haven't. Not with a Kill Bill or Inglorious? No. I, I don't even like Kill Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just you know? edit yourself? Inglorious. <laughs> you totally just edited yourself. just looked at Joel when he was about to finish like, that movie's title. And I looked at Joel. Joel looked at me. No, we're going to have... Like, I, I, just I, say I take your family friendly <laughs> and no, I no. raise you by two. No, no. Well, we'll you just say it and then we'll bleep you over with Joel saying family friendly. <laughs> yeah, we'll make that the edit button. Family <laughs> friendly. I love that you would have called me on it, though, for the name of a movie. That, I, I didn't call you on it. You, you would have been Quit. a little suspicious. No, it's misspelled, no, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Inglorious... Uh, <laughs> I love that you're blaming for something you oh, didn't even do. Don't you just love Tarantino's movie Inglorious? <laughs> <laughs> I feel so pathetic right now. This is your fault, Joel. I, was, I didn't even do anything. I blame you. I feel like- <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm like the parent in the room here, like, mm, kids. <laughs> oh, crap, I forgot Joel's in the room. <laughs> you caught it, though. Which was like Pod Goblin. <laughs> Uh, okay, yeah, no, I, I don't like him. Uh, the man. opening to Inglorious. <laughs> Stop saying it. Inglorious. <laughs> children born out of wedlock. <laughs> the opening to that is fantastic. Like, it really is. The fantastic. entire movie is fantastic. No, the, I think it, it is, really is a No, lot of the, fun. Rest, the rest of the movie is. It's a pitch perfect it's movie. Nonsense. Although, I think, if I may the rest say is so. Nonsense. If I may say you're, so. You're crazy. Nazis are lazy villains. I'm going to shoot Hitler a whole lot. Yeah, Nazis are Nazi, easy villains. It's, it's, it's easy villains because you don't have no backstory. You just put a swastika on their arm and what, it's like, What hey, about whatever. slave owners, though? They're, uh, yeah, easy villains once again. Yeah, yeah. That's what you do. It's the easy villain. It's the bad guy. It's the white hat, white hat versus black hat. You know who your good guys are. You know who your bad guys are. It's fine. But I, I think it's going to be a fun movie. I think it's going to be a fun movie. And I, I really look forward to that. So when you watch it, I'm just shocked. I mean... I guess, I guess that you've never talked about Tarantino all that much, but you've never liked him. Like oh, there is he such... turns me off so fast. Like as soon as I'm watching, okay, turn you off or whatever. I know yeah. his stuff is really pretty harsh, but yeah. what he's done for film, it's childish. It's not harsh. Genre it's bending, game changing. He plays into a genre of it, it's it's kind of his own, but it's kind of this conglomeration of previous genres. And he which has influenced so many directors. Yes, he's influenced them by saying, uh, "You can do more childish things, Michael Bay." You know, like that, that's Are you basically kidding me? his influence to me. No, wow. No. no, he's like, let's get a bunch uh, like, this is, this is my audience. I'm Tarantino. My audience is, I'm going to channel. Great. My Jacob 14, thinks he's Tarantino now. <laughs> I'm going to channel my, like my 14 or 15 year old boy. And I'm a little demented. I've been abused. I'm sexually frustrated. Family friendly. And, <laughs> you know, and I'm going to make a movie about okay, this. Like, I couldn't say okay. bastards and he can say sexually frustrated. <laughs> yeah, it's not an actual curse word. I, I, I like how they all look at me like, is this okay, Joel? <laughs> Joel, I'm, I'm sorry, but I did. I'm, uh, I'm disappointed in both of you. Wait until I your think we need an home. entire show on Tarantino now. I need to dig yeah. into this. This is not the We're time. We're going to get the same type of hate as Doctor Who. I don't care. There are certain things that I think are no, valuable to people, talk about. Most people like him. Honestly, I, I find I'm normally the outlier on that. You're a liar. Outlier. Get out, liar. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So should we just jump on to our number one? Yeah. I think we should. Okay. All right. One, well, should we say at the same time? Yeah. One, one two, two, three. Gem the holograms. <laughs> <laughs> Fake out. We okay. I ev- really wish I saw Gem in the Holograms as I'm looking at the upcoming you movies have. because I would have said Gem in the Holograms. You should have said, "Oh, that would have been so good." Ah. So we both went for the fake one because Kent and I will both agree that Star Wars Episode Seven is the most anticipated yeah. movie of 2015. And how can you not say that? I didn't want to. And, and understand. I, I knew you guys would, and so I wanted to be like, "I'm going to be the outlier here." But, yeah. Why is everyone trying to be outliers? <laughs> it's What's fun. wrong with the mainstream? It's just it's the mainstream for a reason. But the thing is, whether this movie is good or bad, we're all going to be sitting there and just being like, "What am I about to see?" Well, here's the only reason I'm genuinely excited. The only reason is number one is because of Wait, JJ. The only reason is number 1. Does that mean there's going to be a number it's 2? Number 1. I said no, the only reason it is number 1. Oh, okay. Is because of JJ Abrams. Because with No, the, with I, the disagree. Pre- I disagree. No, totally no. disagree. For me, Wholeheartedly for me, disagree. It's the only reason because the prequels it was like, okay, everybody's excited flat on their face. Yeah, attach right? Star Wars to a movie, it's going to be the number 1. No, I I I had no anticipation. Even before. Attack of the Clones would have probably made my number well, no, it wouldn't have. But I'm oh. just saying like anything with Star Wars you're going to be like, no. I wonder what I'm about to watch. Mm-hmm. Yes, but there's interest. One, but number 1 Immediately, the most anticipated. No, one. I think J.J. Abrams is like the number nineteen reason to watch this movie. 
Like, I like no Super 8. I think he did a good job with Star Trek. I think any director of his status could have done the same sort of movie. I mean, we'll, we'll see. It feels like it's in good hands with J.J. Abrams, but it's definitely not it's the not reason not why selling. I'm like, no, ooh, it's ooh, not ooh. that J.J. Abrams is such a spectacular director. It's that he's so reliable. Like, like that's why you were going to say good looking, weren't you? <laughs> no, I don't think he's that good looking. Right? <laughs> he likes the glasses look. <laughs> yeah, like the short man with glasses. Yeah. Uh, anyway, no, it's because of his Sound reliability. <laughs> <laughs> but I will. I, I don't want to talk about Star Wars too much, though, because I am actively avoiding information about this movie. Like, oh, walking. Let me away. tell you Give about the spoilers. Yeah. So Luke no, Skywalker, stop it, right? Stop it. Stop it. He's I watched, got a beard. I watched the trailer. I watched a couple trailers. The teaser trailer, and I watched the full trailer. That's pretty much where I stopped. Every time they release like a new, you know, a clip, new trailer is coming out any day, right? I know. And are you going to watch it? Possibly. You just you watched will. the McConaughey trailer, right? but I hate I hate trailers because then I mean, even in the visit, we went to go see the visit. Yeah. I was watching it and enjoying it, and then I went, oh wait, this part in the trailer hasn't happened yet. That still has to happen. It's probably going to happen at this time. That's what's going to happen if I watch too many. By the way, things, yeah, I hate that. things in the Martian trailer aren't in the movie. I'll just say that. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's not really on Mars? It's, it's weird. The whole time? <laughs> yeah, some VR simulation. <laughs> uh, but I walk away whenever they release new character information or on-set photos or stuff like that because I want to go into this as blind as possible. Because I already want to see it. I'm already anticipating. It is my most anticipated movie of this year. But I want to go in and I want to be surprised. It's impossible not to be excited about this. Remember two years ago when they announced that Disney was buying LucasArts or Lucas yeah. and everything? This was big news. This is some of the biggest geek news in five years, I would say. And so it's impossible, even if you don't care about Star Wars, this is once again bringing back a franchise that changed everything to start with. And it gives you a new hope, if I may. <laughs> that this mo- Don't roll your eyes at me, Kent. <laughs> I'm just worried we're going to see like copycat movies, like an attack of the clones. We could. Uh, of crappy sci-fi movies but after. This is, this is a new... I, I mentioned the hope theme because George Lucas kind of dragged the prequels through the mud. He no longer has control. So what you need as a director you know won't make a stupid movie. Well, it's in good hands. Huh? And it's Disney now. And so it's a different set of people handling this, this yeah. mythology. And I think that's why all of us are kind of like, okay, this could be good. It might... It could be bad. Can we just say that? It could be sure. as yeah. bad no, no, as... No, no, no. It couldn't... It's not going to be bad. It no, it could, could be... It could be... Okay. It could be as bad as the C- as the prequels. It, no. At this it point, be. it couldn't be any worse. No, it can't be worse. It only has up... Yeah, I mean, it can it only be a little a bit better. It could pull a Fantastic Four and be the lowest rated Star oh, Wars shoot. movie ever. There's no way, though. I don't think no. it will. But I think we all have the hope that it will be good because we believe that, you know, J.J. Abrams is a good director. It's... A story we all know and love. Good director or not, Disney is not going to let this thing no, fail. He's going to do no. the same thing he did with Star Trek, it, which is what Disney is probably asking him to do, which is you bring in the old cast, you make it nostalgic, you play it safe. Right. You think he's going to have Leonard Nimoy come back? <laughs> probably. <you know? laughs> oh, rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, actually, <laughs> Leonard Nimoy plays BB-8, the little droid. Oh, adorable. Little droid. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Star Wars. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm hoping that Bacon Sale is able to go see it together and, and give you guys a full review. Consider it done. Hint, hint. Consider it done. <laughs> it's one of those screenings that, like, they don't have to have critics come screen it because, well, it's Star Wars. Yeah. And they don't need our word of mouth. Right. But, you know, I think we'll be able to see it. Maybe yeah. a week or so early. I just can't wait to see that part in Star Wars when he rubs his earring and says, let's do this, Synergy. And he turns into Jim. <laughs> and it's truly outrageous. <laughs> truly, truly, truly outrageous. Oh my gosh. 
Um, did you have any other honorable mentions you want to talk about, Ken? We got our number ones, but I any do. others that you want to talk about? Uh, one that I'm seeing uh, coming up next week is called Sicario. has yep. Emily Blunt in it, Josh Brolin, That's and the FBI Benicio one. Del Toro. Yes. The FBI and the cartel. I think it's DEA. Yeah. No, um, idealistic FBI agents enlisted by an elected government task force to aid in the escalating war against drugs at the border of area between U.S. and Mexico. Awesome. <sighs> but same director, it's Denis Villeneuve, and he did uh, Enemy. He also did uh, Prisoners with Jake Gyllenhaal. Ooh, Both stressful. Yeah, so he's great. He knows tension, and so I'm hoping this is really good. And we like Emily Blunt. A lot. Yeah. Uh, In the Heart of the Sea, Ron Howard's movie with Chris Hemsworth. Oh, the whale one. The one that, not but not oh, yeah. the Moby Dick adaptation, but the the story that Moby Dick was based on. Confusing, but yes. Yeah. Uh, this one was supposed to come out in April, and then Ron Howard's like, I want this one to be like nominated for Oscars. And I don't think it will be. I think it was kind of a weird move. It looks like a Master and Commander type thing. It, where it does. Scale, it's going to be impressive. The look of it's going to be impressive, but it's not going to... Not going to go to good. There will be cannibalism. <laughs> is, is that the sequel to Family There Will Be Blood? <laughs> there will be blood. There will be cannibalism. There will be cannibalism. There will be indigestion. That's the, <laughs> that's the trilogy right yeah. there. <laughs> so I'm, I'm pretty excited that one comes out December 11th. Okay. We have not mentioned Steve Jobs. We never do. Yeah. <laughs> who cares? Are you, are you saying who cares because it's a, it's you a, like Ashton Kutcher's movie so much? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> No, because it feels it feels dated already to me. It, like I feel like the time's passed for this. Do you think this, the sweet spot of when a Steve Jobs this, movie should yes. have been made is already gone? It's already passed. Now I'm not. What saying if I told make you? It irrelevant. I'm going to say it's just going to make it. Uh, it's just going to be a watch at home thing now. That's all. But what if I told you Danny Boyle was directing it? Is he? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's the only reason this movie intrigues me because Steve Jobs, as innovative as he was. Then his story I look never forward to it when I watch it at home. Yeah, his story never appealed to me. Well, not not only Danny Boyle, but the writer of the Social Network and the West Wing, Aaron Sorkin, mm-hmm. who oh, does I did see that. He yeah. does like to uh, you know pirate his own writing. He does. He's actually terrible at it, and makes me disrespect him. Terrible, but like it's a popcorn terrible. It's the Michael Bay kind of thing where it's it it's, is it has its appeal. I, I, I'm very interested in the experiment of this movie because it is four critical moments in Steve Jobs' life. And those are those four scenes are the movie. Mm-hmm. So it. it's not just like a play it's by play time, like Jobs was when he was born, when he tried the McRib for the first time, <laughs> when he saw Krampus <laughs> and his death. <laughs> but I, I think it's going to be really good. Uh, once again, I think Fassbender is a little miscast, but he's a great actor and he'll pull it off. Yeah, this Christian movie was supposed to be Christian Bale, yeah. David Fincher, and Aaron Sorkin. Yeah, the, the other two had to pull out, but I think Christian Bale would have been perfect. He would have played it well. He would have pulled the look off totally. Yeah. Otherwise, I think this will be a really solid movie, probably similar, like Oscar love, mm-hmm. to Social Network. Yeah, if it comes out on Rotten Tomatoes and it's like 98%, like, I'll see it. Otherwise... I probably will it, just because it's Danny Boyle. Yeah. I, I like him as a director. In uh, theater, Joel? Probably not. No. It's Other, a one. Otherwise, this one is way not my genre, but Brooklyn. Nine-Nine? Uh, yeah. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. dun 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 you guys done? <laughs> you guys finished? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> finished. So Brooklyn was a Sundance movie, kind of swept Sundance. Uh, Saoirse Ronan yeah. is uh, the lead in this one. Oh, she's adorable. She's adorable, and this one is a romance. Well, she's like twenty-five now. I know, but it's just—I picture this little Irish girl from uh, what's that one movie with the girl's name? Hannah? Is it just Hannah? Yeah, it's just yeah. Hannah. That's an awesome movie. Yeah. This one, though, I mean, I'll read the description, and it's totally not my kind of movie. I'm sorry, you like Hannah? Yeah, I, I like Hannah a lot. Oh, okay, different topic. That's crazy. <laughs> what? Nothing. Go I ahead. don't think Jake li- Jake likes violence. He at probably all. doesn't. 
Ahan is ridiculous, but we can we can do that some other time. We'll talk about that. Wow. We'll talk about that another time. So in 1950s Ireland and New York, so it's kind of an immigrant story. Young Ellis Lacey has to choose between two men and two countries. So Donald Gleason's in this movie, not like a ton, Gleason. but he's one of the men. And it, it's just a romance. And apparently this one just like... Between him and Sasha Ronan? No, it, it's she She is choosing between him and another guy. And it's just very... She's like 20 times her age. No. Nah. Oh, no, sorry. I'm sorry. I was thinking of a completely different actor. Not Brendan Gleeson. That's who I was thinking of. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not Mad-Eye Moody. No. That's what I was picturing. <laughs> Mad-Eye Moody and Hannah oh, hooking up. That's why, that's why I was movie. so worried. Oh I was like, gosh. what are you talking about? I thought you were joking. You weirdo. Donald Gleeson. Happened in your brain. Donald Gleeson. Not <laughs> Donald Gleeson. Yes, okay. His son. <laughs> <laughs> Mad-Eye Moody. Domhnall Gleeson from About Time. Maybe it's a movie you've heard yes. of, Joel? Domhnall. Dom, Dom, I can never say his name right. Yeah. Domhnall. 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 Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're good? Domhnall. But I'm very excited. Not my genre, but... No. No. And then last, Spectre will be interesting. Yeah. What? You hate James Bond. You hate everything about James Bond. I just Actually, think it would have made more sense for Kent to have it on his list because he's okay with the same Mendez more yeah, than Yeah, I'm are. fine with it. Uh, Skyfall made so Let much the money. Skyfall. Trigger words. <laughs> it made so much money that I think they're going to play it safe and make this one just the same kind of movie. Just like it. Yep. Mm. Yeah. They just need to get away from this arc. Give me the standalone bombs. It's true. Okay, Joel. Honorable mentions? Uh, I did mention The Martian because it does intrigue me. Uh, the Walk... Yeah, uh, I liked the Man on Wire documentary about the guy who walked the tightrope between the two twin towers. But do you need to see a movie about it? I'm intrigued it to see how so. they do it because the, the documentary plays out like a heist movie. It's yeah. very entertaining. I want to see if uh, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt pulls it off and that the movie is as good as the documentary. I don't think it will be, honestly, though. I, no. I'll probably recommend seeing on Man on Wire. Uh, Sicario, I mentioned that. Room. Not the room. <laughs> room. I did not. I did not hit her. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> Uh, room, I'll read the synopsis. Escaping from the captivity in which they have been held for half a decade, a young woman and her five-year-old son struggle to adjust to the strange, terrifying, and wondrous world of their one-room prison. Until one day when a Christmas demon arrives. <laughs> Krampus! <laughs> uh, it's, it's, ba- it's loosely based on those events that have happened uh, fairly recently with the, when they found those, yeah. that woman who'd been Kimmy kidnapped. Yeah, no, yes. <laughs> kind of, and had children and stuff like that. And they'd, they'd been in this room and that's all they knew. And so I think that'd be an interesting movie to come out. You um, seen that? Burnt? Okay. I've seen two episodes. Eh. Burnt. Uh, Bradley Cooper. Oh, you mean movie? Kitchen Confidential? <laughs> yes. Uh, I like Bradley Cooper. I think he's yeah, a good he's actor. Good. And I watched the trailer and thought, this seems like an interesting movie, but not interesting enough to make my you know, most yeah. top five I wasn't list. even interested enough to watch the trailer. Like, oh, he's a chef. That's awesome. Yeah. And then I did say The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 2 because I'm excited to see if they change the ending because for those of you who read the book, the ending is kind of awful. Yeah. I, I wonder if they'll Hollywoodize it a bit more. And I'm also just excited for this series to there's be over. There's still another movie after this, right? No. No, this I, is I'm it. I'm pretty sure there's another one. Like I, they're, they're doing I some hope, epilogue. I'm just excited to see this franchise end. I feel bad saying that. I want this franchise to end. I want it to be done. I want Insurgent and Divergent and Detergent to all be done. Yeah. It's just this... Let's stop with this genre for a while. I don't know. I mean, there are many people that are... Many series that are willing to take a, take the mantle. Maze Runner and Divergent, as you said. So, so yeah. Yeah, those are my honorable mentions. It... There's some that I will see in theaters that I want to see in theaters, but a lot of them I'm like, eh, that's a DVD wait. I don't need to be in a big big room, big theater to see that. Well, Jacob's yawning. Looks like it's time to end. <laughs> I was yawning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, I guess that's all of it. So if... Uh, Ooh, movies that we want to fail? Should yeah, we add a little twist? Oh, oh, also, I didn't mention my 
The clickbait is probably Danish girl. Or not clickbait. <laughs> clickbait. The Oscar bait. Oscar bait, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Click the, here to see you, Danish girl. You, number six will surprise you. <laughs> um, yeah, the my hope to fail was Hateful Eight, and I hope is actually good as Bond was my uh, my other mentions. But I'll actually be fine if Hateful Eight fails, because I am so tired of the revenge genre for Tarantino. He needs to try something else. It's just, you know, I really like Django until it was like Django. crazy bloody for the last 20 minutes. Because I thought they had a good movie. Isn't that why you liked Cabin in the Woods? Yeah, well, oh my gosh. That movie is so much fun, though. <laughs> it is fun. I feel like fun. Tarantino just indulges way too much into his Has own style. Has he had style. a flop? Has Tarantino had a flop? Yeah, Death Proof. Oh, uh, Jackie right. Brown as well. That's right, yeah. Yeah. I think he's due for another, but I hope it's not this one because this one looked fun. I don't know. I hope it is this one because I want him to make How a movie like you, Reservoir sir. Dogs again. I thought that movie is so original that it's a heist movie, not about a heist. Yeah, that never shows the heist. Yeah, I thought that was great. It's and I wish he could make a movie like that again. But he's not going to. Instead, it's like overly simple and lots of violence. You know? What movie? That sounds like the McRib again. <laughs> You're crazy. <laughs> overly simple, lots of violence. Yeah. Uh, which movie do you hope fails? Um... I really don't have one on the list that I, I hope fails, but I, I, I think Point Break is going to just die at the yeah. box office. It's not going to do well. And I, okay, that's not true. I actually hope Jim and the Hologram fails. <laughs> Legitimately, I do because I, it, hasn't, it doesn't stay faithful to the original cartoon. They've taken out the supernatural and turned it into this Hannah Montana type thing. Yeah. And I think that's why it's going to fail, and I hope it will fail. Have you watched that cartoon? Jim and the Holograms? Yeah. Recently? Used, not recently. Uh, my daughter was watching it. And, like, their managers, like, slap them and punch them. Seriously? Yes. And I was like, that's truly outrageous. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Okay, I know I mentioned Hateful Eight. That's really not the movie I hope hope fails. There's one movie that I want to fail. Are you ready? Mm Mm-hmm. Star Wars The Force Awakens. No! You want it to fail? It's my number one movie. want it to fail? I want it to fail as much as I want it you're to be You're talking great. out of both sides of your mouth right you, you, now. You want something to talk about, really, right? Because you're not like, you just don't want a mediocre. You don't want a mainstream movie to be successful. It's not that. It's that there is so much hype going into this movie, and we've seen Star Wars be as terrible as it can get. I want Hopefully. all this. I want all this hype to just go. There you I, go. I bought all these there toys. There you go, listeners. Are you happy? Are you I happy bought these toys for $1,000, and now I have a bunch of Jar Jar action figures. All those people who like Kent being bitter and mean are like, yeah, he's back. <laughs> he's back. Like, I think uh, I think it will be a good movie. I don't think it will be great. But what if it's bad? Won't that be so much fun? No. Because they have planned a Star Wars movie for every year for the next 10 years. <laughs> and if they start off with a bad one... At the end, they're like pulling like these random actors that no one wants anymore like what if it's all like right a, richard grieco you're starring come on up <laughs> like what if it's like a princess leia carrie fisher story uh, and you're like oh this is terrible it, I, it could be but we all i don't think it's gonna be bad and i don't want it to fail i do because <laughs> you're evil <laughs> deep down inside you're no it's evil. not evil it's i'm curious you're an inglorious <laughs> <laughs> Just frustrated. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, wouldn't it be kind of fun if we got another episode one? Like, all the hype went into it. Everyone sees this movie and they're like, that was awesome. That pod race scene was so cool. And then they go home and they're like, I just can't lie to myself anymore. I can't do it. We're all going to lie to ourselves, Ken. No matter how bad it is, we're going to be like, BB-8's adorable. Uh." (laughs) They're doing their remote control in their living room and they're like, oh, no, it's another Jar Jar. No. BB-8 will never be another Jar Jar. What if? He won't be. He doesn't talk. 
wouldn't it be fun if it was a failure? No. Stop saying it. <laughs> By the way, Hayden Christensen is supposed to play, uh, well, rumored to play Darth Vader. Why are you telling me information? Sorry. (laughs) Good heavens. Wouldn't that be awesome, though? No. What if he takes off the mask? (laughs) You know what would be awesome? Stabbing you in the face right now. (laughs) I I saw this movie trailer a few weeks ago. Stop it. No, 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 no. This is not Star Wars. And then, like, there's this guy with a beard, and I'm watching him in the trailer. I'm like, he's a really wooden actor, whoever that guy is. And then he says this line. I'm like, man, that guy's terrible. Wait, I know him. That's Hayden Christensen. <laughs> He's in like beard? some like what movie? It was like a Christian movie, like strictly Christian movie. Like I didn't know. I started watching the trailer. I'm like, like a Christian like a main, movie, <laughs> mainstream like like feel good Christian movie, and it's got it's got him in it. And uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah. But like you can spot his bad acting from anywhere. Like, would your heart be broken if Star Wars was not good? Yes, it would. Yes, you've gone through now probably the majority of your life knowing that star wars has been half bad it doesn't matter because it'll make so much money and then they'll make I all the don't know about that, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> your yawn voice that was my yawn voice <laughs> <laughs> he's had too many ribs he's a little sleepy <laughs> all right i'm sorry to play the antagonist but someone needs to say it no we can't all be sorry to we play can't the antagonist. all be <laughs> you revel in it <laughs> we can't all be cheerleaders for something that no one has seen no, but there's going to be the haters out there. No matter how good it is, there's going to be people nope. be like, "This is good." You know how Rotten Tomatoes works now. Critics are just Disney fanboys, and it's just gonna it's gonna be ninety nine percent. But uh, here's the thing: you represent a majority of critics. They're looking for something to hate. That's true. No, I disagree. No, wait, you, you disagree with me, just like a critic would. <laughs> Point time you match. disagree. <laughs> it's it's mob mentality, and for these movies, they're just like, "Yep, this is nostalgia. This is my childhood. I'm happy." Can we all? Have I mean, a look movie? at Marvel. Look at what's done happened to Marvel. We had we had Iron Man, and then they said, "Let's copy that formula for every movie and make it fun." And that's what I'm worried that we're going to get this homogenization of Star Wars. But they're not going to copy previous Star Wars because they weren't. This one may be the example uh, going forward, which could be true. But that means this one's still good. I hope it's bad. It doesn't matter. It's not going to happen. Anyway, thank you for listening to the <laughs> podcast. Uh, you can please rate us and review us on iTunes. Uh, we love getting reviews. We love seeing what you have to say. And the reviews on iTunes actually really help us out. Uh, also, we like to hear at you at BaconSale.com. And uh, you can also tweet at us at BaconSale or talk to us on our Facebook page. Yeah, and let us know which movies you're looking forward to uh, before the end of the year. And- yeah, so Kent can say he wants them to fail. <laughs> Krampus. People are going to be so mad. Krampus. <laughs> By the way, it was my number one most anticipated. Well, that was number five. No, no. Uh, Star Wars. Oh, not Krampus. Yeah. Krampus <laughs> is number five. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you can find me uh, at Kenny3DD uh, on Twitter and Instagram, and maybe I have a website. <laughs> yeah, get that worked out. Yeah. Uh, you can see me at QuickWits on uh, at Saturday nights. Uh, you can see the schedule for QuickWits at QWComedy.com. And I'm Jacob. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can get, catch me on Twitter at Jacob A. Rogers. Uh, now, please write in and tell Kent how much you hate Hannah if you've seen that. So that'd be great. <laughs> so thanks for listening. This has been Begginsale. I think it was, it was cute. It was a little slow. But it was tailored so much for old people that... <laughs> this sounds like the McGrib again. I, I don't go to the theaters as often as I want to because yeah. Kent doesn't invite me. Are you going to go hipster on us so, again? I may mention a movie that you mortals know. 
Stop With it. arms wide open <laughs> under the sunlight. Blaze, I'll show you everything. Double wide right now being like, yeah, Krampus. It- it's coming out. No, you just found a new way to be hipster, which is only more hipster, honestly. Krampus gives me PTSD. Seriously talented. And a little bit gropey. He's a very touchy-feely guy. Guillermo de Toro. Oh, God. Oh, God. There will be cannibalism. What? You hate James Bond. You hate everything about James Bond. All those people who like Kent being bitter and mean are like, yeah, he's bad. not terrible, <laughs> but it kind of pops in your mouth. You know would be awesome? Stabbing you in the face right now. Hot <laughs> and fire! Go! 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 I see it! Shut up, Twilight. Yes, he can. I believe in the power of fairies. I couldn't say family friendly. Then he can say family friendly. Frustrated? (laughs)